We don't have time to game anymore. Oh, we don't have time to game. Welcome, listeners, to the second episode. If you're still knocking around from the first, no, no, Dave, this this is the third episode. <laughs> no, this is the this is the second. No, it's not. Episode three is episode one. Episode four oh, is episode okay. two. This is episode okay. three. Should we do it again? <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Go. Oh, we don't have time to game anymore. Oh, we don't have time to game. Welcome to the third episode. No, the fourth episode. Oh, my fucking God. You said it was the third. No, it's the third. No, you're right. It's the third. It's the third. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's (laughs) there's no one listening anyway. It doesn't even matter what I... It's the 579th episode of this podcast. Whatever episode it is, we're glad to have you listeners. If there are... (laughs) If there are any. <laughs> my, my name, as always, is Dave, or David, if you prefer. And this is Jay, or... Jay. If you prefer. Um, how are you doing, Jay? I'm doing well. How are our listeners doing, I wonder? Give them five seconds to, to respond. <laughs> oh, I always ask you, Jay, what have you been playing this week? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was playing... Um... Uncharted, the lost this, whatever it's called. You've still got it in your, in the cellophane, or have you, is it even out of that? Or do they even come in cellophane anymore? No, they don't. No, uh, actually, no. They they must do. They must do. Anyway, uh, every week I'm going to try and complete that game so that uh, we have something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the incentive, listeners. One day Jay will have an extra game to talk about. From my perspective, Jay, if you are wondering. I have been playing, obviously, our usual Halo session. As our listeners know, we do play Halo. I, I've been playing Firewatch when I can in the nights, which has so far been really enjoyable. I've enjoyed that. And I did randomly, after we played Halo the other night, I wasn't tired. And I, I quickly played that, that zombie game, the, the, the zombie U one. You know, the Wii U one you we were talking tired. about? You were tired. You lied to me. Well, you said you were tired. You said you got to go. I lied to you. Look at this scandal coming out. Dirty washing. <laughs> we, we don't hear our dirty washing in public, day. <laughs> but yeah, that was okay as well. But that's what I've been gaming this week. What have you been gaming, listeners? Tweet our non-existent Twitter feed. <laughs> we'll have one one day. We will. One day we will. And Jay, I don't know if you know, you listeners, as we've as I've mentioned, I live in the US and Jay's in the UK and it is Super Bowl Sunday, which is a big deal in America. Do you know, Jay, what Super Bowl Sunday is? Is it the American football? It is. It is. It's a bigger day where basically people buy like a big load of meat, like wings and a lot of wings and pulled pork and, and nachos and things like that. A lot of drinks. And it's a, it seems to be like a day of drinking and watching the football. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's in the football, in the, in the American football, who's in the final? Have a guess. It's normally the Seahawks, isn't it? Is it the Seahawks? Oh, look at, look at Jay. It's not the Seahawks, but they are a team. So I think, Jay, deserve, you deserve kudos for... Um, it normally is, though. It normally is the Seahawks. It's the Patriots, which I'm led to believe are very... Uh, uh, you know, they've won it a few times against the Eagles, who, ha- who haven't won it a lot. I think we should root for the Eagles. Cause, yeah, uh, I mean, I've actually... I've yeah. heard of the Patriots, but I've never heard of the Eagles, so... So I know the Patriots and the Eagles have their own coaches to, to lead them to victory. Do you see where I'm going with this, Jay? I was wondering when, when there would be some kind of tangible link to video games. <laughs> <laughs> Our first topic on the agenda is, would you invest, Jay, in mm. a video game coach? So to improve your game. How much are they? Um, the various ranges. There's the budget range, which is basically... Are you making this up? No, no. 
Hey, you, you got your facts, okay? I don't have my facts, but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there are people out there who will coach you in video games if you want to be coached. I imagine there's a, a Halo coach. Yeah, what I'm what I want to know is kind of like what is their rank? Why should they be good at like tactics and stuff better than I am? If you get a soccer coach or something, then normally they've been like captain of a premiership side or something. You know, like, I know we always talk about Halo, but take Halo because they've got like a ranking system. Like I wouldn't be coached by someone that is like a bronze. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't even hire him. I would question your sanity if you hired a bronze <laughs> um, Halo coach. I'm talking about like someone who does esports, like like Snakebite or one of the other bites or Frosty. Yeah, they've got credentials. Is what I'm talking about. If you've got a flyer in the in the post saying Frosty um, Frosty's Halo um, coaching that, school, <laughs> that, is his, that, is, that is his preferred method of promotion. The old flyers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he's lying in the door, map, licking his stamps. <laughs> Frosty, no, he goes door to door. He likes the personal touch. He knocks on the door and he gives them to you. Right, so he'd fly to London and, uh, <laughs> and knock on my door. I've been headhunted by Frosty. <laughs> Frosty, come get in touch with the show. Get, come on, tell me your tactics. Um, I don't even know if Frosty offers that sort of coaching service. But no, I think it's a different set of skills, isn't it? He would be successful, though, right? If, if I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think. Um, just because you're a good individual player, I mean, you compare it to sports, just because you're a good player doesn't mean that you're going to be a manager. Thinking about it, how, how would he even, like, um, give you the, the insight into his tips? Like, how would he show you? Like, it would be difficult for him to, to tell you. You need to be in the same room as you, right? Or he'd need yeah. to, could you, oh, you could be on party chat on you know ps or xbox or yeah and he's watching he's watching your stream and he's giving you feedback like on a on twitch or something right right so so say if he's on twitch say if you've hired frosty he's on twitch giving you feedback in your ear about what you could do better is that something you would be interested in uh i think that's a good idea actually because you know what when you play uh competitively you tend to be thinking about your own game, whereas like you're not thinking about. Obviously, it just this doesn't put me in a good light in terms of team play. But you, you do generally like think of um, what you're doing. You don't you don't see the other players. You don't think about what they're doing. I think there is a, there is a gap for it. Definitely. Yeah, and but do you think like a lot of the gaming coaches like is there a lot of stuff that couldn't be taught to you? Like you know, does he have raw talent or does he play a lot? He well, I think well, system. you can't polish a turd, so I think they. <laughs> <laughs> Are you call just are you saying you're a turd or just like people who get coaches? No, but I mean, I don't know. It's a, it would be a long way for me to be a professional gamer, and we put the hours in. It's a tough ask. I think you need a lot of. I don't think and, I have the raw skill. I'm not. I'm not putting myself down, but I don't think I have the raw skill to be up there. But maybe, maybe the coach would disagree, and they would get me to hand my money over. The world of professional gaming is kind of on the brink of becoming like real money i know at the moment that there's big money in certain like uh niche kind of strategy games and stuff not just that i watched the um fifa a little i said i watched i watched a little bit of the fifa tournaments there's like a each year the fifa world cup they can earn like a million dollars or something crazy like that I know, like, but the, the, problem, <clears throat> the problem is is that yeah i mean how, how many of everything. those how many of those prizes are given out that's the problem i think there needs to be like more like smaller prizes that are given out so that um you can justify doing it full time like like, yeah, for, like like for example like for you and i and probably most of our audience at what point could you justify like leaving a full-time job because <laughs> <laughs> that's all we, that's what we want to do <laughs> let's face it yeah so you want like a minimum wage not minimum wage but like a... 
I want a guar- I want some kind of guaranteed. You know, like in a, in the sports leagues, that, they, they, they get like a. You know, you might get even like I don't know twenty thousand US dollars a year or something. There's no. There's none of that kind of regular wage in the gaming world at the moment. That's what Twitch streamers do, though, don't they? They get sponsorship, and that's how they get their money. So even if you're sponsorship, crap, sponsorship, <laughs> Sean Connery is doing his gaming. It's me. I retired from acting just to give, <laughs> so I'm I can no, give you sponsorship. I'm no, I'm not Overwatch money, Benny. I don't know. That sounds like the Cookie Monster. Um, but yeah, the Twitch gamers they do. They have their little sponsorship, and if you're a little sponsorship, I'm a little in this. Do you want a little sponsorship? <laughs> <laughs> no but if you like even if you're crap at gaming if you're, if you're a bit funny about it and stuff you know and, and have a personality like that guy what's his name PewDiePie or whatever his name is so that's the one thing I was going to say so let's talk about professional gaming so there was this this news article in November from the BBC because oh, the uh, BBC. so the British Broadcasting Corporation for those of you <laughs> that don't know because uh, that's what we read in the UK anyway the title was Gamer predicts that esports is going to be bigger than soccer. Just a random gamer, or just? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he's he's like uh, in the money kind of area of um, professional gaming. Okay. Anyway, okay. big claim. So this is my issue with professional gaming at the moment. So I've watched a little bit of professional gaming, and I think the big thing that's missing at the moment is kind of any kind of personality behind it. So when you're watching people. They're these like real mega geeks, and there's no kind of. So I'm not trying to alienate our listeners, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's quite dry, and it, I feel like the presenters behind the gaming show are, are trying their best to kind of make it lively and stuff. But there's no there's no real personality behind it, and I think that might have to change for it to become mainstream. I I'm agree. You've got me thinking, Jay. You've got me thinking so about at yeah. the moment. Okay, so what's stopping it becoming mainstream? That's the question, and I think for me, that's one of the things yeah, that personali- makes it, makes personalities, it right? Like, like, like hosts and stuff that 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 run successful podcasts that have a bit of personality <laughs> that, that are free to be snapped up at any moment. <laughs> that have no contractual uh, obligations to any. Other. They, they just need a bit of sponsorship. <laughs> Guess that game, Jay. Are you ready? I know you've got a good history with this quiz. Yeah, as we say every episode. But <laughs> <laughs> well, one episode I won't say that because you won't have a good history. Yeah, well, you need to up your um, <laughs> up the difficulty level here. Excuse the pun. I think you'll find I've upped it higher than the sky this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Are the listeners ready? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this game has its own made-up language. And it draws from Ukrainian, French, Finnish, English, and Fijian. Animal Crossing. Don't, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm not going to say if you're right or wrong. All you must know is that is your first clue. So, Jay, Shadow of the Colossus is um, releasing this week. And basically, you, you go around on a horse fighting all these, essentially, a lot of boss fights. And, you know, that is, it's going to be a great game. Everyone knows that. Blah blah blah. It's gonna be a, you sound like Trump. It's gonna be a <laughs> tremendous game. <laughs> it it got me thinking, Jay. We all like a good boss fight. What is it about the boss fight and that final battle each you know at the end of a level that you know I get I get a lot of satisfaction of beating the boss and what is it about a boss fight? I think it, it breaks up the rhythm of the game. It's a bit like you know like big action sequences in movies. 
the rhythm of the game. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> if you think of like the the rhythm of a game, uh, <laughs> don't do it again. Then um, it's kind of like a mediocre difficulty, and then you're plodding along and you're enjoying it, and you're taking the environment in, and then every now and again you want to be tested and feel like you're a badass. So I think that's why they do them. They're always big fuckers, aren't they? You never see a boss that's like. I'm sure there are, but I'm. I mean, they're always like these huge, imposing figures that 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 you feel are insurmountable, and that's that's part of it, right? Part of the appeal is you're against this insurmountable um, figure. Colossus. Colossus, right? <laughs> right. Colossus. Does it, it's all boss fights. Colossus. You're in the shadow of the Colossus. In the shadows. Eh, eh. Uh, uh, Again, uh, another uh, reference uh, that no one in the US will get. <laughs> I think they, they were US, weren't they? That song. No, the they Ras- weren't. No, the, the Rasmus. Rasmus. They were um, they were Eastern European or something. Uh, Rasmus. Here, I wonder. Maybe they want to come on and play play the intro to our song <laughs> in the shadows. Again, for those for those that want to do their research, that was a reference to "In the Shadows" by the Rasmus. Uh, maybe like early two thousands hit, Dave. Early two thousands. Yeah, I remember rocking out in the clubs. That sounds my age as well, rocking out in the clubs. Um, the Rasmus is a good song. Anyway, boss fights. Do you yeah. any any particular fond memories of, of boss fights, Jay? Um, Anyone, anything that sticks out? The best boss fight I can remember is probably from the original Metroid Prime on the GameCube. I ha- Yeah. The very end, because I think, I think I beat him on the first try and... He was a tough fucker, so I felt a really great ending to a really tough game for me. So that's probably my fondest memory. But I remember that Metroid boss, and it just just a testament to how 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 much you know it was satisfied to kill him. I remember just bashing that A button, which was like fire, so many times. And like, <laughs> I'm glad you quickly f- finished off that. <laughs> no, but you know, it's like, it's, and it's always the same with boss fights. The story always goes that you, you're on your last bit of health, and you, you, you're just gonna like shoot him off. I wonder, you've just got me thinking, I wonder whether they they kind of adjust the difficulty to make you feel good. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I mean, like, say you are on your last bit of health, whether the probability changes slightly and they, they make it a tiny bit less difficulty, like they kind of adapt to making you feel good. Do you reckon? Yeah, well, it would make sense, right? Because they don't want people to continually fail. They, they do want them to overcome the boss eventually. You can't, yeah. you, you know... Uh, for me, um, I've got fond memories. I, not not sure if they're the most difficult bosses, but I always look forward to the Zelda bosses. It's, I knew you were going to say Zelda yeah, bosses. Yeah, the Zelda bosses, especially in Ocarina of Time and stuff. There was some memorable... It, you know, it, they don't have to be the most difficult bosses. I just thought they were like big, imposing hunks of meat. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was always a slightly... Basically, whatever b- ability you got was the ability you needed to, to take them down. So just as a as an offshoot from that, how would you take down your boss now, work-wise? I mean, you are your own boss, so <laughs> <laughs> how would you take down yourself, Jay? <laughs> you got to watch the patterns first, like, like see their habits and try to understand when they're emotionally vulnerable. And when are you emotionally most emotionally vulnerable? <laughs> After the shit? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> Probably first thing in the morning, I think. I think um, so if you were to say, it's a bit, bit groggy and slow. So, so listeners, if if Jay was a boss, you would have to t- you would have to wait for sun sunrise, right? You'd have to wait for the sun to come. Yeah, you'd have to get up early to get me. And then, how would they defeat you? <laughs>
they would defeat me by turning off my boiler in the winter. There we go. It's the, lo- it's the long con with Jay. You'd have to wait it out a bit. Once a year, you can defeat me. <laughs> That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's like nine months to wait? What is the summer? So you'd be like, you've like splinters out in, this, in the shadows, but just wah, you have to wah, take a pack, wah, a pack wah, lunch wah, with wah, you. Wah, <laughs> in the shadows. Yeah, the Rasmus, everyone, look it up. <laughs> I think for me, I mean, I've got, I've got, an, I've got an actual boss, so I would have to like time it. It's all about timing, right? And like you said, finding out their habits. Maybe I'd maybe I'd um, organize an appraisal, and then maybe just have like um, over a beer or something. Get over them a over, bit over a beer, over a beer, and then I'd have a scorpion in my pocket. <laughs> I'll say, oh, you know that, you know that project you wanted. It's in my pocket. <laughs> and then she reached into my pocket and she get bit, and then I just run out of there. Guess that game. Part two. I bet people are getting sick of this by now. No. Who is? The listeners or you? Uh, well, I'm not because I've got a 100% track record. So, Okay, Jay. Are you ready for your second clue? I'm always ready. This game was inspired by Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I'm not going to say it until the last one. The first need is farming. I bet. The what? <laughs> The first need, like the base of the hierarchy of needs, will be like farming and stuff. Farming, yeah, that's what Animal Crossing is about, oh, isn't right. it? I thought, you meant, like, I thought you meant that was his actual Maslow. No, <laughs> so there's no farming no. in there. I ain't no fool. I, no f- I pity the fool who doesn't know that the Maslow <laughs> hierarchy of needs. <laughs> okay, uh, that's at the back of my mind. Okay, we can move on to the next point. Red Dead Redemption has been announced um, that it's delayed until October. Good. We like delays on this show. I was going to say, it means... I was going to say, is that a good or bad thing? I mean, for us, we, we, we've said it before, um, we don't play games. We don't have time to play many games. So a game delayed is a game ready to be played at a later date. It's witty. So, so you happy, you happy with that? I know you don't really care about where it is. I remember when we were kids and we used to be distraught if a game was delayed. Well, those days are long gone and now I welcome it. I sort of appreciate it because I know they're just making improvements anyway. So it's like... I want like 9.5s out of 10. Yeah. I don't want any 8 out of 10s. I don't want them to rush you know. it and bring a 9 a nine game out. You want them to take their time. I'm like a fine lady yeah. that needs uh, you know, to be worked up until... Bringing out a game is like making love to a beautiful <laughs> woman. I appreciate was a that, lady. Was, You're talking about the fast show. The fast show. Again, a UK reference <laughs> that uh, we love those references that the US <laughs> listeners would be completely bemused by. So, or, or anywhere else in the world. I'm, I'm assuming that uh, it's going to be mostly US based. Yeah. But, um, my, who knows? I'm, you know, we could. Uh, and my brother lives in New Zealand, so maybe I'll get him to hand out flyers like Frosty does if Frosty's getting the same. Um, success yeah i don't even know who frosty is david you keep on mentioning no, i've seen him i've seen him on halo i've seen him on like um a halo esports i think he's like a pretty big i think he won i think he's part of that optic gaming people quick question jay is there anything else in life that is better when it's delayed well f- for your missus maybe <laughs> um, um... <laughs> your ejaculation <laughs> wow that's getting cut <laughs> Um, you, well, Yana's whispering Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? Well, what is the, what is it? What could be in life? I, I'm trying to think of anything that that I would be happy that was delayed. 
Like you, you wouldn't want you put it this way. You wouldn't want your you wouldn't want you wouldn't want your dinner dinner. dinner, dinner. I was getting, I, no. I, thought, <laughs> I was thinking of dinner too. I didn't uh, even know why. I can see where both of our motivation comes. So from. we wouldn't want dinner delayed. We wouldn't want our train delayed. We're just gonna go on for dinner. <laughs> toast delayed would be burnt toast. Tragic. It would be tragic. Something bad to be. I don't think you've thought this through, Dave. No, apart from no the one li- no one likes delays. No, apart from the game in Red Dead Redemption. That's that question milked. Now it's time for the new this brand new section that was only introduced last week. Um Well it's not brand new then, is it? It's... No, it's not brand new, you're right. But it's, <laughs> it feels new. It's a bit it's a bit like how how uh, how our episode three was episode one. <laughs> So, um, due to popular demand, aka me, um, we're, we're going to give uh, another go to explain that game. So, for all you listeners who weren't around last episode, <laughs> the premise of this game, I mean, I, I, I remember I was listening to it the other day and I seemed to just add things to the game. I added points, I added, I said 15 seconds, that went out the window. We each give each other three game titles. We take it in turns. And it's the um, responsibility of the other person. <laughs> responsibility sounds very <laughs> like it's your duty um, to explain what that game's about. You know, the mechanics of it. And then the other person will decide whether that's a game they would buy. And they get a point if it is. That's a, that sounds about right. Is, is that how you remember yeah, I'd just like to add one little amendment to that. Although on our podcast recording, there will be three games uh tested some of them might be shit so you might only end up listening to maybe one or two yeah we're sort of debating about cutting out the um the the caretaker that kills all the children from the last episode yeah i'm not sure uh (laughs) we might need a a temperature measurement on that one (laughs) okay jay are you ready for my first game i'm ready sticky vicky (laughs) <laughs> what is that game right. what is that game about this is uh like a high school game a bit like bully <laughs> yep vicky has having trouble with adolescence and uh she um she she gets trapped in a school <laughs> they always get trapped in a school <laughs> um <laughs> funny enough i can't <laughs> This caretaker do well. <laughs> Voiced by Nolan North. Who's Nolan North? He's the um, Last of Us guy, isn't he? Nolan North. <laughs> uh, Sticky Vicky. Uh, all the other children have managed to escape, but she's stuck. Oh, no. She's stuck. Not an escaping. <laughs> she, she, not, a, not, a, stuck. not a hack and slash again. <laughs> she's stuck for, for some reason. And then all of a sudden, she finds <laughs> out that... Um, How is she stuck? Can't accept that as a gamer. That she should, I need some context to how how did she get stuck? Okay, okay. The clean answer is she got stuck because uh, <laughs> uh, there was a there was a faulty lock in the women's changing room, <laughs> and no one heard her screaming because um, she she had she had a bad uh, sore throat okay. that day. Oh, so it's, it's quite a moving story then. Yeah. And um is it is it like what's that game Predator? Is it Predator where they not Predator? Aliens. No Alien? No, you know the game where like he kind of he has like bioweapons like <laughs> bio coming out of his hands. 
Anyway, so she discovers she's got these special weapons that kind of like come out of her hands. Oh, God. <laughs> Excuse the, the pun. And, um, <laughs> and uh, she, she basically has to take down the, the caretaker. <laughs> Poor caretaker. He's just coming to, che- <laughs> just coming to check on her safety. Why does she have to take down the caretaker? In a twist of events, uh, you you discover halfway through the game that actually Sticky Vicky is the bad guy and the caretaker. Yeah, the the unexpected baddie that has to take down uh, the innocent caretaker who's stuck on the roof. Okay. So, from my perspective, this this is not a game I would buy. Um, there's not enough. Are we still asking whether it's a game we? <laughs> I just think there's not enough content. It sounds like you're going to be stuck in that locker room figuring out this story until... until well, Bully did well, didn't until, it? Until the caretaker opens the door and you blow his head off with the, some guns that you've managed to grow out of your arm. Is that is that, is that the sort of like game you, you, you're touting? Yeah, it's got stealth elements as well, though. That's how we answer every question. <laughs> it has, it has, if in doubt, stealth. stealth elements, too. Give me the next one. Okay, borrow my doggy. So this is like a, um, uh, uh, it's like a pet simulator game where you 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 create your character and you you start off the game by going to the the adoption center um, where you you pick up um, a stray dog and yeah. and then sounds quite pedestrian so far. I'll be honest, but. No, no, and no, no. There's no twist. It's basically one of those like reality sh- reality games where you take the dog home and you basically you've borrowed you've borrowed the the doggy for a day and you see if you like yeah. it. You see if you like it. You have to. There's lots of little mini games in there. You have to like take it for walks and clean up the shit. And then in the end, it, it, it asks you the question: Do you want to keep the doggy? And <laughs> and then and then uh, my uh, game. And if if you don't, the dog is destroyed. <laughs> That's, that's the kotor twist the dog the dog is destroyed if um see the thing is you think it's just going to go back to the shelter but it's not it gets blown up <laughs> little johnny the dog has been destroyed because of your decision making see it's one of those decision right it's like a telltale game isn't it you know what i mean like each i certainly wouldn't buy that game for my kids that's for sure <laughs> unless you want to teach them the lesson of death in a, an extremely harsh reality simulation so would you buy uh, would you buy that game no i think i'd just flush a goldfish down the toilet and and show them death that way i don't think i'd buy it <laughs> no game sport today are you ready are you ready for the next game jay go bash grandicoot <laughs> fuck off bash grandicoot this is uh, a hunting simulation <laughs> is it like crash bandicoot or are you trying to stay away from that 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 no, able. no, it's nothing. It's nothing like um, Crash Bandicoot. That, mostly be, for copyright would that be on the reasons. Back, would that be on the back of the game case? This game is nothing like. <laughs> Unlike the Sticky Vicky game, you're not confined to a school. Oh, that's, that's uh, good to know. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's an open world game. So basically, anything that's not confined to a school is is classified in Jay's books as an open world game. The only method of killing that you have available to you. <laughs> Is bashing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and what does so? What sort of animal is Bash? Is he an animal? Or is he human? 
Okay, so the, the big twist is oh, okay. <laughs> that um, in this open world, there's quite a few uh, kind of four-legged animals around, oh, no. like mostly dangerous, mostly dogs. Those dangerous four-legged Most, animals. Well, well, this is the twist. So there's mostly dogs, yeah. but every now and again, it's a bit like um, Where's Waldo. There's like a, a crandicoot amongst <laughs> dogs. <laughs> it's just, it's a crandicoot amongst the dogs, and it's, it's a slight. So the dogs are kind of black, but the crandicoot is a very dark shade and, of brown. And you play, and you have to, you play as the you crandicoot. Have to spot him. Who do you play as? No, just like the crandicoot hunter. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and you have to spot that crandicoot. You got like a snapshot uh, chance of of taking him out. What do you mean by taking him out? Oh no, you haven't got a sniper, have you? You have to bash him. <laughs> Once you see him, you've got you've got two you you right, you've got you've got two moves. You've got two. There's only two buttons. Well, there's there's like the, the analog stick, and then you've got two buttons. The one, the first button is a sprint, a sprint button. I can tell you now, I'd buy it. It would be um, if you give a motion motion controls, you just be there like bashing it with the Wii remote or something. Yeah, uh, uh, will be after my Kijoma. idea. <laughs> I still don't know if that's his actual name. Okay, yeah, I I think that's a that's the winner, right? I mean, like you know, who doesn't want to bash in bash someone's brains out with a? But, but what would he use to bash their brains out? Just his bare hands, or, or would he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, no weapons very allowed. Primal. <laughs> well, it's it's more uh, it's more ethical than, it's, than your. I mean, how do I put the dog it's, down it's in only, your dog simulator? His only crime is just he's a bit different than the other wolves. I don't even know. What, I don't even know why he's being hunted. <laughs> he's dangerous. <laughs> There's a crandicoot problem. That's what it says. That's the <laughs> it's overpopulation. <laughs> it needs to be called. Oh, yeah, I would buy that. I would buy that game. You've done well, Jay. You, you, you started off pretty apprehensive, like, where am I going to go with it? And then you, you, found, you found the light, didn't you? You found the light. Oh. I feel like my next, my next game to give you is pretty pedestrian now. <laughs> Bashing it with your bare hands. Okay. okay, next one. This is your third, no, second one. Second one. Second, second. Okay. Backseat driver. Backseat driver. Okay. So this is a um, driving game where it, it, it's a different take because there's too many driving games on the market, right? Where you're like in control of the car. This is yeah. this, this, this is a, <laughs> this is a driving game where you are actually the passenger, <laughs> not in control of the car. <laughs> you're not in control of the car. You're basically a backseat. <laughs> And <laughs> Where, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? <laughs> but the the thing is, you can tell the driver to go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, you no, know, you're the person. You're the person. You know all the shortcuts. You'll have a map. So, so it'll be like a. It'd be good for the Wii U actually, because the Wii U pad would have a map, and you'd shout orders at the driver. To, to, like it's a race. He <laughs> better be pretty fast <laughs> to respond. <laughs> No, you'd be like, right down Dig- Digby Street. 
Um, <laughs> that famous back alley. You, you'd have to know all the different shortcuts. It's basically a, a game where you don't play it straight away. You have to research, like um, you have to get a big map of London <laughs> out and research the um, the right. area, and then you know all the shortcuts. So then when the race happens, you're the backstreet driver, and 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 you have uh, uh, <laughs> that. See, so you're telling me it's educational. <laughs> Is that the category? You'll learn all the maps of, of whatever, the, you know, the different maps around the world. So you'll be shouting at him. Mm. And there's different skills as well. You'll have different, like, maybe, um, I, I got nothing else. Okay. Well, um, actually, on, on this rare occasion, I would probably buy that game just because it's um, educational. And it's, I and it's, enough, and it's a niche, right? It's a niche. There's, there's too many driving games around. It's certainly a niche. Like, yeah. how many backstreet, how many, how many driving games do you know, Jay, where you're not in control of the car and you just sit there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a single one. <laughs> Maybe though, if you want to up the ante, you could have a gun or something and shoot. <laughs> okay, are you ready for your third okay. and yep. final yep. game? <laughs> um, pudding club. <laughs> Go. Sound, conf- sound confident. Okay. Have you ever joined the club? <laughs> uh, where you wish. <laughs> You didn't want to be part of that club. Instead, you'd be eating pudding. So Pudding Club <laughs> is all about um, the exclusive... This There's an exclusive club in the middle of New, New York uh, that only 5% of the population can get into. Okay. And this is the Pudding Club. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're the gamer... You're, you, your gamer character is someone who is in the Pudding Club. Is that what you're saying? Or, or no, does he want no, to get into the No, the, 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 object, the objective is to get into the Pudding Club. <laughs> And, and, and it's a bit like Fight Club in that no one knows what it's about. And, and, and what, 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 like, so you start off in the city, and what do you do yeah. to get into the pudding club? It's, it's a stealth game. <laughs> it's mostly, okay, I, I, I got it, I got it, I got are it. You right. talking about, so are you a... talking about infiltrating the pudding club as they're yeah. getting in there? Yes, or are you yes. talking about being, <laughs> becoming a legitimate member? Well, well, this is the thing you see is you don't know how it's like the Masons, right? You don't know how to become a member, so you you've got to um you've got to locate a dossier <laughs> and inspect the dossiers first. You know how there's like twists in oh, games, yeah, like Last Evil Republic. Usually, <laughs> usually dogs twists. dogs are exploding. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got to you got to find out what the pudding club's about, and to do that, you need you need a bit of stealth. <laughs> the city. <laughs> Um, so you st- to get to the headquarters, well, st- no one knows where the headquarters you steal the is. Dossier. But... You obviously steal the dossier. Due to the nature of the game, I can't give any more information away other than you have to get to the dossier. So, is it? Would you say it's like more of a, like a, a third-person Grand Theft Auto game, like a Splinter Cell? Then uh, I think there's going to be lots of crawling through um, <laughs> vents and stuff. It's more like Half Life, more the original Half Life. Because you can't go through doors because the the pudding authorities would be <laughs> And what happens when you eventually infiltrate the pudding club? Does it turn into like a running gun, or do you like um like? Well, funny you should say that because when you when you when you infiltrate them, all hell breaks loose, and <laughs> they're like, "Who's this non-pudding um, club member?" The uh, the leading authority of the club, Mister Pudding. <laughs> Yeah, he's a very mysterious man, and no one really knows who he is. A bit like the club, really. No one knows yeah. what it's about. Yeah, and then I'm hoping you become member, you become the the owner of the pudding club, then, and then maybe it turns into like a strategy game or something. We'll we'll see. Yeah, you have to manage the pudding club. 
Okay, so that's Jay's last. Um, it sounds very complicated, Jay. I'm not sure I'm totally convinced at the moment. So I would have to like wait and see for, for reviews before, before I delve my feet into this game. So I think overall now you've, you've got one point, and I think I've got one point. So this is for the win. So give me your last game. In the namesake of tradition... I've taken an existing game and thrown a twist That's your on tradition. It. That's your, that's your Jay, yeah. So this is Mario Fart. Mario Fart. So basically, Nintendo, have, um, they've run out of ideas. So <laughs> Their mobile market didn't work out for them. <laughs> Their mobile market didn't work out for them, and they're thinking they're all sitting around the table, and they're like, what's the next Mario game? And someone, <laughs> Kojima was there, and he's... <laughs> Kojima, he's not even part of Nintendo. He, You're thinking of... Uh, Hijamumu was there and um, he, he just had, he let one loose and then people just like a light bulb went off in their heads and they thought this can work you know that's that was the thing so Mario Fart is a have you have you ever played the game Pokemon Snap where you go around snapping animals I've not so, no. so basically Pokemon Snap you go around and you take pictures of lots of different animals and um, Mario Fart is very similar in you go <laughs> <laughs> you fart in their face. <laughs> you, you basically you, you you hunt animals down and you fart in their face, <laughs> and you have a hit list of those uh, the, 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 the rarest <laughs> the rarest Pokemon to find. It's like a Pokemon crossover, but Mario's only way of capturing them is to fart on them until they collapse because he hasn't got any Pokeballs or anything. So so has he got any like green shells or anything? No, that can, no, he's just got like, the, he's just got his farting skills. And he, he just yeah. goes up to them and like two. <laughs> it's a bit like a, it's a bit like the bash move. Yeah. No, and, and, and the good thing is, is there's different farts as well. Like he can sh- he can full on shit himself if if he thinks <laughs> you know if it's like a particularly rare animal, <laughs> then he just goes up and. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to knock them out, and there's like a little. Um, there's always a little gorge. There's a little gorge that tells you when they're going to be knocked out. And like Mario's just like either shitting himself. <laughs> so it's like resor- a bit of resource management. Yeah, like the, the like there. the ratatas. What they called ratatas? They could just be done with a little toot, and he just kills a toot. He's like that. <laughs> but then the um, yeah. the um, he cups he, he cups it, <laughs> <laughs> and he throws it like a fireball in Mario. And then yeah. I mean, if you see a Mewtwo or something, he has to really like soil himself. <laughs> <laughs> he hides behind a rock for a few minutes, building it up. <laughs> he has to like charge it, <laughs> and then he just like let let's loose and like the Mewtwo's captured then because obviously he's like you know and 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 that's it so yeah. it's like one of those pokemon pokemon games that you know but but it's a different it's a different take on catching <laughs> them isn't it i suppose <laughs> yeah, i suppose it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then it's bonus content luigi will be there maybe and he can like you know add his own toots yeah um would um, you would you buy that game uh, not for my children. I don't think it's got the same kind of massive. It would interest you as like a game that that is doing something <laughs> as an adult. Is, as an adult, would, you know, I think it's Nintendo's way to break through to the uh, adult market. You would, you um, would be interested as a game that's taking risks, right? <laughs> uh, it may be taking risks in the wrong kind of desperate way, but um, I do applaud innovators. So you probably get my money. So that's it for, that. for this week. Looks like I've won. 
So final final news story before we see if you can guess that game. Um, I did notice that Mario Kart. I mean, Nintendo are bashing these out like there's no tomorrow. But Mario Kart is like 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 a bash like candy. a bash candy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally, <laughs> the bash candy has done nothing wrong, and you have to like bash it. Um, Mario Kart has been released on the mobile. Like I heard that. Um, t- I, I mean, it's not going to come out to like 2019. You you excited for Mario Kart, Jay? Yeah. It seems that it fits quite well to a mobile market. Yeah, I think so. All these games with very simple controls are suited to... I wonder how they're going to do it, whether they're going to do like motion controls or something, because I think that would be a bit shit, to be honest. Again, it's it's always the the same question I have, is that how are they going to do the controls? Because touchscreens controls just aren't very good. And... So I don't know. We know Mario Kart has, I mean, in Mario Kart, there's a lot of like, you know, you obviously race and there's like those power ups that you like can fire at anyone. I mean, the blue shell has always been a contentious issue. I don't know if you remember the blue shell. It basically hits the first yeah. person. So we always like to put a twist on the news stories here. If you were to add a new weapon to the Mario Kart game, Jay, what would it be? Mm. And our, our motto is nothing is taboo. <laughs> nothing is taboo. <laughs> I've got I've got one, and I want to get your th- feedback okay, on okay. one. Right. Is there could be a power up, yeah? That literally, say if you're, you're you have to be coming your your last place, and this is the only opportunity that you could do it. They won't let you do it mm-hmm. in any other opportunity, and it's basically a nuclear bomb. And uh, that's that's quite topical <laughs> and controversial. And it would what would happen is everyone would <laughs> the whole the whole race would be over. So they would <laughs> well. well It'd have to be a very small nuclear bomb if it wasn't the <laughs> smallest <laughs> nuclear bomb ever. It'd have to be a t- like literally like one of those like firecracker things. Um, you have to cap cap the nuclear. So so basically, if you're really livid about how this race is going, <laughs> just... you release the nuclear bomb, you... and no, there's no there's no winners, there's no losers. You can only use it once, obviously, but, um, but it's, it's, it's but definitely it, a topic for debate. It is right? interesting. It is, yeah. What about you, Jay? Well, nothing quite as interesting as that. <laughs> to, to be topical in a queue to the earlier guess that game. <laughs> Explain that game. <laughs> it's not much different. I think um, like a crude fart would, uh, <laughs> to boost you to pole position. And also like disable all the other characters, right? So they would like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So- as you go past, they just they spit up the track. <laughs> in disgust. <laughs> And maybe, maybe, and maybe it could be a crossover game. Like my game, I say my game. Mario Fart would have to come out first, and then you could like introduce the Mario Fart Kart Racer. Yeah, I think it needs to be slowly introduced. <laughs> People need to get used to the idea. Guess that game. Part three, Jay. I know hmm. you've got a good track record in this. A hundred percent. The creator will write. First called the game Doll mm. Dollhouse. This is not Dosh and the Giant, is nope. it? He, he first called it Dollhouse before it became his, the name it's now known as Dollhouse. It's a well-known game. Do you want me to give you all three clues in a row? Will that help? Got it. Okay. Got it. Clue one was the game has its own made-up language and it draws from um, Ukrainian, French, I- Finnish, English, and Fijian. The second clue was the game was inspired by the Maslow hierarchy of needs. And the third clue was the creator will write, no Googling, um, first called the game Dollhouse. 
Jay is shitting himself. Okay, okay. Um, do I know this game? Yes. Do you want me to give you? A f- you can ask. You can ask a f- three questions. Okay. Three questions. All right. <clears throat> is it Japanese? Not to my knowledge. No. Okay. Damn. Um, do you want another format? Mm. What game? Oh, I don't know. I'm giving you clues. But... <laughs> it's a PC game. It's a PC game. Okay, that was my question though. Something I guess to get to more. Okay. Is it a strategy game? Mm, sort of. Is it like an oddball game, like Parappa the Rapper kind of thing? No, I would say it's pretty mainstream, and it's very popular amongst um, females. Huh. Ah, uh, okay, I got it. You have it, have you? Jay, you've got one guess. Guess that game. The Sims. Yes! Oh! Yeah, go on! <laughs> rap, 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 rap. I thought that was a good one, though. I thought you didn't get it. It was, it was. It was a like- I was uh, I, I was pretty fixated on Animal Crossing. I, fi- I think the female the giveaway was that the giveaway was the female uh, thing. Yeah. Knowing that it wasn't Japanese rules out a lot of stuff. Yeah, the doll because uh, yeah. they do like their oddball games. It was a few good clues though. The dollhouse was is pretty tricky to like. I thought the dollhouse you might mm. have got it because like it's that sort of you know. It was definitely the most interesting guess that game. I think uh, it wasn't as obvious as the other ones. Yeah, I like that. It was good. Okay, so that's um, the end of the show from us. So Jay, tatty bye. See you next week.